Greetings and welcome to the African Spirit Reintegrated and Reimagined Podcast. I am Asani Brogan, owner of Asani Coaching Services, and I am here again today with guest Richie Thermador talking about voodoo. In particular, we will be discussing Baron Samdi, the gatekeeper of the ancestral realm. So welcome again, Richie, to the African Spirit Podcast. Aibobo, Aibobo to everybody who listen to that beautiful podcast. It is uh, another opportunity I mean, for me to be here and have that beautiful moment together. Excellent, excellent. Um, thank you again for joining us, Richie. And we're going to go ahead and get started in the conversation about Baron Samdi. Am I saying that right? Is it Baron Samdi or Baron? I mean, it's Baron. Baron. Baron Samdi. Bawang, yes, I forgot. You all spell it in, in the Haitian culture with the B-A-W-S-O-N. That's common in Haitian culture, but throughout like the you know Western world, we use that B-A-R-O spelling. We're more just more common to us. Likewise, even with the Samdi, Sam Samdi name is Samdi is pronounced Samdi, but it's kind of spelled Samdi or what have you. So that's like basically leading off to my first question is for you to give me a little bit of an explanation behind that name Baron Samdi especially in the voodoo culture because it is not like some of the other names of the Lua that have the more African derived naming system or nomenclature that we're used to well brown you know the meaning of that word is like when somebody has a lot of resources a lot of acquaintance in the society they have a lot of resources. it's like somebody who know a lot of people and they got and they got power some kind of way you understand it's like you can come to a village or to a city there's somebody who control that city or, or that village they consider that person has the power of that area you understand um but and uh and the voodoo and the haitian voodoo um, the Bawa is the first male that get, um, how do they say that? Um, it's like when you put somebody on the, you know, in the grave, in a cemetery. Okay, so the buried. first is buried yeah. in a cemetery. Yeah the, okay. yeah, the first male who buried in a cemetery, so he's, he's going to play the role of the Bawa of that cemetery. And but the energy is like the balsam is like a a, a, a spirit or that control the the death will in the Haitian tradition. And to say all of the death, they are uh, I mean they they are under the control of balsam and is how can I say that is is circle get any book and Brigitte, you know or the bow because we have a lot of bow. Okay, and the name Baron, so that that's actually a French word, correct? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's a French word, but you know, and when it comes to language, sometimes you can have a word that have the same pronunciation, and when it when that things get into another tradition, get into another culture, it have like another meaning. You understand? So it's uh, it's something happened to all of the language on the planet. So what happened is um, we can use we can give bound 
the same meaning as the French word, but also when we say bound in our culture, we refer it to the spirit too. But it's not the same in French. You understand? Okay, yes, I, I got you there. All right. Yeah. Good explanation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what you're telling us is that, you know, a baron is a head or a leader or what have you. I think I read somewhere that it kind of translates to the word um, Lord in the French language. And it kind of holds that same meaning in the Haitian voodoo culture, but it also goes a little bit deeper, especially when you're referring to um, the Lua and their role, uh, that baron, that whole pantheon of baron, so to speak, that role with the dead and interacting with spirits of death, whether it be ancestral spirits or otherwise. Can you also, can you give a little bit deeper explanation into Baron Samdi himself? Because as you mentioned, there are many barons in the uh, voodoo culture and I think people kind of get them mixed up sometimes and they kind of place everybody as Baron Samney. So can you like explain more on his specific role, that, that Lua specific role and likewise his connection to the um, Benin, the ancestral spirits? Um, well, when we say Baron Samdi is the king or the god or the, the Lua the head law and the bound pentons, all of the other bound, all of the other dead spirit, all of the other, um, you know, other spirit and his pentagon, all of them, they are under him. So, but, you know, every other spirit and his pentagon, they have specific um, job, specific things that they, they, they have to do. But every time you have to connect with the with the dead, with the um, world, you have to request um, access to from I mean from bound something. You understand? But we have other spirit, other bound like we have bound Lacqua, we have um, bound cemetery. Bound cemetery is the one who. Um, control the cemetery so he is the one who protect you know who check on everybody who's getting in the cemetery you understand and we have Baon Lacroix he's the one who control all of the cross all of the and uh and uh you know this is his job you understand but Baon Samti is the one who judge and there's another spirit we call Gedeimo he's the one who gonna we're gonna collect the soul when you die get is the one who's gonna take your soul and bring it to the cemetery and after that is the one who's gonna bring it under the sea because according to voodoo tradition when everybody die you're gonna go under the sea like for um one year and one day and after that you will have to come up and have your judgment you understand so that's that's um our story saying that's um how we see things in our tradition. So that's to say Baon is the one who ruled it and the other Baon, they are they help Baon, you know, in the kingdom. They have other job or stuff because Baon cannot do everything. But he's the one who judge and the one who's gonna give you your sentence. Okay, thank you for that because that's important to note as I said before, you um kind of have this mix up of like you know Baron Samdi because that particular 
energy is celebrated so much in western culture especially around halloween time we'll see the um stick figures the skeletal figures rather with the black suit black top hat right that oftentimes represents this Baron Samley character or the attributes of Baron Samley a lot of people don't really know that they're just kind of used to seeing that skeleton and they attribute it to the Halloween culture and you know Halloween in and of itself has taken on such a different meaning than it used to be because Baron Samley's association with the um the ancestral spirits and especially like his national day I think it's November the second. Is that correct? Is, is that his uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, we do it long. I mean, it started from September to November. I yeah, mean, but I think like his official day that he's a he is recognized. I mean, yeah, they, yeah, you know, for the folklore side, we you know everybody celebrated like on November the second. Right, and it's also like November the second is the same as like All Saints Day in the um the the Santeria tradition and things like that. And I know November itself holds a special meaning for the spirits of the dead. It's the you know time of the ancestors where they're celebrated heavily in the Haitian Voodoo culture as well as a lot of other diasporic traditions in the Caribbean islands, South America, what have you. That's a very special time of the year for celebrating the ancestral spirits. And of course, with Baron Samley's connection to that dynamic, we see him integrated in that process quite often around that time of year. And so, you know, even that's kind of where the Halloween came from, being on October the 31st. It's a separate holiday. So for the people who are coming into the tradition may not really understand it. Halloween itself is not associated with our traditions. It's an offshoot of what people of our traditions have been doing for years, generations even, to honor our spirits, our ancestral spirits. And it's a time of great and deep reverence. It's not, you know, this celebratory type of energy in the same way that we see Halloween, like kind of spooking people, trying to get people scared and so forth and so on. Instead, we celebrate the wisdom. We celebrate the fact that our ancestors existed before us and they left us the legacy behind. So we are celebrating them. We are not, um, the, the traditions themselves are not about this spookism that's perpetuated throughout the western world and unfortunately in other parts of the world as well from people who just basically don't have an awareness or a knowledge of where these particular traditions came from but definitely thank you for those explanations that you gave about Baron Samney. We are going to take a quick break but when I get back I do want you to talk more about the discrepancies between Baron Samney and Papa Legba, because a lot of people get these two Lua mixed up. They kind of think that they are one in the same. So we'll discuss that in a few. So before the break, I said that we were going to discuss the differences between 
Baron Samney and Papa Legba. And the reason I'm bringing this into this discussion is because people often get these two spirits confused. They think that they are one in the same. I've had people ask me that. Likewise, I see it oftentimes in um, discussions and social media posts and things of that nature. And it's easy to get them confused because they both do hold a gatekeeper role. However, their roles are separate. Can you elaborate on that for us a little bit, Richie? Um, based on my research, um, Papa Legba is like we call and Creole and Escort is like a group of Loa or a family Loa, we can call it like that. And those spirit, um, they are wooed what we call the transition. It's like every time you have a transition, there's a Legba. From the earth to get to the water, there's a lake by. You understand? And from the street to get inside of your house, there's a lake by. From a country to another country, there's a lake by. You dig what I'm saying? From the outside and to get into the cemetery, it's there's a lake by. So every time there's a transition, you know there's a lake bar and there's a lot of different type of lake bar so bounce is one of the lake bar and uh, ifa tradition they call them a shoe if i'm not mistaken so if you go you're not gonna find there's one issue there's a multiple you know multiple of a shoe and it is the same in asian voodoo but the thing is we do not call them a shoe we call them lake bar but we you're gonna find different type of lake bar papa lake bar via lake bar atibon lake bar so all of those lake baganshime lake bametkafu all of those lake ba they they do not have the same world if you go in the course world we call it metkafu but it's still a lake ba you understand but it is a different lake ba with another attribution or the function so this is what it is so um baosamdi is one of the labor lake ba but you know in our tradition our pantheon we just call it um we call it baosamdi but it is a legba. Okay, thanks for the clarity there, for sure. So what you're basically saying is that um, Papa Legba, excuse me, Baron Samley does fall within the group of legbas within the Haitian voodoo tradition. However, the name that's used is different. So we're calling him Baron instead of Legba in the voodoo tradition. And it's just that he holds a gateway to the ancestral realm versus other realms that other legbas occupy within the voodoo tradition correct yes but you're gonna fight it on pretty much um all of african spirituality you understand they're not gonna call it they may not call it lake by they may have the different name but you can you know those group of people who manage the trans- transition you know from a word to another word for a demand from a dimension to another dimension it's a leg bar that's that's a that's a natural principle in life you understand so every time there's a transition there's a spirit who control that transition it is a leg bar but they are not the same based on which world you're gonna get into with the dim- dimension the leg bar you're gonna find in the course of the the, the sea is not the same leg bar that you're gonna find in the course world but it's still the same type of energy you know they don't have they that's it the same group of energy they the same family they they don't have the same attribution or the same 
functionality i mean they have kind of like some the same functionality but they have different attribute different kind of power different kind of character you understand because there's the among the among the lake bars there's some of them they are tricksters and you're gonna find the same in the ifa tradition there's some issue they are tricksters you understand and that's pretty much it yeah definitely as you said the same concept goes with the ifa tradition you know a lot of people just say eshu but there are as you mentioned so many different aspects of eshu that manifest in different parts of our lives and different aspects of our lives um so thank you again for you know that information that you share and also to clarify one point you made because at one point you said that these spirits are you you called it a person or a human right so just to clarify for the audience we're talking about spirits here lua deities if you will when we refer to papa legba and baron samney we are not talking about humans or physical beings that walk the earthly plane yeah um so so transitioning to a, another deity that baron samney is known to work with let's talk a little bit about grand bridget or some people refer to as mammon bridget and different names that she goes by likewise so can you explain to us how these two spirits are related in the voodoo tradition i mean in the voodoo tradition as when we have a cemetery or a place as i told you the face the first male he is represented as bound samedi and the face and the first um woman is or the first female is gonna consider as current bridget you understand and it is a principle of duality you understand because it's like we have the the mother side and the father side you understand and that's what it represent because we need in voodoo we always um we focus on what we call the balance the 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 female and the male and from the female and the male comes the the son so this is a principles this is a general rules in voodoo you understand so that's why that's the the relation that's the um um dynamic that is exists existing existing between those two spirits and sometimes you need you may need something and baum may refuse you but if you check grand brigitte it may is you're gonna get it like faster if she want you know if she ex i mean agree to to work with you and there's some people they always advise to check grand brigitte first before you even check bound something because it's like uh as a analogy representation you know in a family most of the time the ladies they are more soft they are more you know understandable so they are more talkative you know you can express how you feel your problem and they're gonna understand you and try to find a solution but you know sometimes the main has like you know they be like rude hard you know don't really pay attention so that's why you know in the in our spirituality they always advise to check on gun bridget first and after that check on balance something that's to say it's just a representation of what we call the duality and a representation of what we call like family because in voodoo family is something very important we have the mother and we have the father and you as the one who's gonna come to the spirit you represent the son you get what i'm saying all right 
Oh, absolutely. So definitely we see this all the time when it comes to the narratives about the different Luas, the spirits, or even the Orishas, right? Uh, where you hear, well, this spirit is married to this spirit, or this spirit is a child or a son or a daughter of this spirit. And to add clarity to that point, which is something I was thinking about doing a, a a whole episode on at one point because a lot of people do get confused when they first come into the tradition and they're hearing well this spirit is married to this spirit and you know this spirit is a child of this spirit hearing we're really referring to that um duality as you mentioned that balance the yin and the yang that's pretty much just the way the traditions got translated and likewise we have to understand that certain things had to be hidden within our traditions as we went into the new world so in order for them to be explained they were oftentimes personified they were talked about as though they were humans so that the um individuals had who had control over our ancestors slave masters or what have you would not really understand what they were talking about so they they spoke about them as if they were human beings and that's not always the case instead you know, when we hear these narratives and we hear these legends, we can't take them to be literal all the time. We have to understand that um, that that was just a way, even before colonization and slavery, there was a way that we just talked about our spirits. You know, it's the same thing as mythology and any other religious system. We had a way of exploring these dynamics, just the same way that you have television in today's world or the movie theaters where humans we go and we depict things in the way that we imagine them to be and we use those types of depictions to tell stories vital very vital stories about our lives though they may not always be 100 percent so that's the reality of how it can, can it can um fall sometimes and so i do love that you pointed out that particular tidbit of information because that's something that we do need to know it can be confusing when you first come into the tradition and you're hearing that spirits are married to each other and you know it definitely look like child's play in some instances when you read some of the stories that are outlined about our deities you're like okay so this really happened and if it did you're like do i really want to connect with the spirit that would do xyz etc so thank you for the explanation. Um, a, another thing that Baron is oftentimes associated with that I wanted you to discuss a little bit about is his snake imagery. Oftentimes we see Baron depicted with this huge snake wrapped around his neck. And so I want you to talk about that subject, especially because of the way that the snake has come to be seen in westernized traditions. Can you explain to us what that symbology means with Baron Samley in particular? Well, um, to be honest with you, we do not have a representation of Baron Samley with a snake. We don't have it in my tradition. But, you know, that representation, you cannot find it in the Westernized people. So I don't really know what's the message behind that because what happened is sometimes they, they use our... I mean spirituality or our deity and they 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 switch it or change it to something else and 
you understand but based on what i know what i experienced in my tradition we never represent brown with like i mean with a with a snake we always represent brown something with like a, a a big stick you know a stick or with a cross or with a coffee you understand and this is how we represent bound but we never did like that but as i can tell you there's a group of spirit a group of law that we call down we see and those group of law they have they have like snake form you understand that's why even in, in, in even people in my country most of the time every time most of the time they, they if they dream about a snake they always refer that to tambala but it's not the case because there's a group of spirit we are who has snake form but dambala and aida they are the they are both of the spirit who are in in the head of those group of spirit you understand but the, there's a lot of spirit i mean as long as the spirit is belong to the downwaysi um family or downwaysi group of loa and most of if you're gonna see those spirit in uh, in your dream you're gonna see a snake you understand you understand even though they take uh, the shape of a human but most of the time you're gonna see them in a sh- in a snake shape so that's to say I, I i'm not totally sure you know i cannot i mean i cannot confirm if bound samedi is in the that we see family you understand or that was a group of rock i cannot confirm that you understand but based on my experience i never heard something that is related to bounce empty um like i mean i mean i never heard there's a connection between the snake and bounce empty in my tradition i'm not saying it's not exist but i never heard about it so far very very again useful information i always love our discussions because you just bring so much knowledge and wisdom to the dialogue and dispelling a lot of the information that is out there you know globally on the internet especially in western culture and in, in the english language in particular so that is some helpful information while we're on that topic of the snake imagery then and you talked about this group of spirits that is connected to snakes can you explain more about what snakes mean the, the physical animal but likewise the snake imagery in the voodoo tradition because i know it is very different than what we have associated snakes with in christianity so i'm going to let you speak on that topic before i dig a little bit deeper into that particular statement i mean snake is a powerful um animal you understand is a powerful animal and that animal has a lot of power it's like the, you, there's a lot of kind of treatment that you can do with a snake in my tradition people use snake for different type of reason they use it for good they use it for bad and as i told you there's a lot of spirit that work i mean there's a lot of spirit in my tradition they show themselves i mean they come they come like a snake you can you can there's some loa in the voodoo you gonna see like uh you you know you you gonna see those people when they gonna come they gonna come like a a big snake you understand but if you go in the place that they living you're not gonna see any snake you understand but if you do something wrong and you gonna see a snake that you never that you may never see in your real life a very very big snake and those spirit they are there most of the time to protect 
the 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 the, the, the house or, or to protect the, the family or to protect what we call the habitation you know what we call the habitation or the 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 the, the, the la coup you understand or what we or we can say the to protect the kingdom you know this is this is their rule they control everything so all of the laku in my country they have that big snake but we have something else is like um dambala and aida normally when those people those spirit work with you um you're gonna see a snake uh, you're gonna see snake a lot in your dream so if you decide to work with those spirit it depends you may you know that you may, that spirit may require you to have snake in your house you understand um if that person is afraid of snake or the one don't want to have snake they may you know use like some statue in a snake shape or have like a ring you understand something that can you know that can represent the snake some kind of way because that spirit this is his or her vibration they 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 vibrate you know on on a snake form you understand so when you have that snake in your house you vibe you know you get this you get a connection to another frequency on a on a on a other frequency with that spirit so may somebody may see you know somebody may come to our house they may see a spirit they may see a, a snake but it's not a snake or 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 that snake is is controlled by a spirit so that that snake got you know gonna have the ability to talk to you you understand like it's not talk to everybody but the owner you know we understand the the person who serve that spirit you may you're gonna have the ability to talk to that spirit i mean to to the snake um via the the, the snake it's like you you have a conversation with a with a real human you understand so as i told you snake it's very important and people can use it as i told you in a good and a bad way and it can be like with other any other animals because what we could we have something in voodoo that we can drive spirit to animals and you know got a influence on them it can be good it can be bad so it depends on the person who's gonna do it yes for sure and thank you for that again Um, I do want to point out here, you know, in our traditions, in the voodoo culture, in the Ifa, pretty much any African spiritual system throughout the world, snakes are not seen in a negative light as they have come to be portrayed in the Christian belief system. Because, you know, you know, the, the snake is associated with man's ultimate transgression, eating the apple in the Garden of eden many people who practice christianity often associate snakes with evil energy whereas in african spiritual traditions they're often represented as a uh, protector type of energy as you stated but likewise they're represented in the notion of rebirth renewal you know transition and also in in you know even immortality in in that sense because a snake sheds its skin so a snake is not seen by any means as something negative evil right we still have to be careful of snakes i'm not saying for anybody just go out and you know start to interact with a snake because it does embody all of these different beautiful wonderful attributes however you must keep in mind that you know snakes are still dangerous animals they can bite you they can harm you they can kill you 
right so uh, yeah I, I mean there's different type of snake there's some of them they are venomous you know you know but not all the snake is dangerous you understand it's the same way there's some kind of dog you know that can be dangerous it's the same so you, i don't think like you know snake if you want to deal with snake you have to know snake that's my advice absolutely and that's a beautiful point that you just made right so pretty much any animal likewise humans can yeah. traits that are on either end of the spectrum but you know just on a global scale when we're talking about abrahamic religions in particular people just associate snakes with so much negativity they, some people assume that every snake you see is poisonous or deadly and as you mentioned they're not by any means like you have so many snakes that are harmless you have snakes that are even protecting you and you don't even know it because they could kill or harm other animals that could be on their way to harm you in some instance let me tell you something you know it, I mean to back up what you said in my voodoo I mean, in voodoo, Asian voodoo, you know, for the old, for our old, for, I mean, from our, our ancestors, the way they consider the, the snake is like, when you see a snake is a bless, because sometimes you can have like some, you know, some magic issue, some, some charm on you. And by seeing a snake, the snake, the energy from the snake removed that charm. You understand? And sometimes you can have a charm. They can just roll a snake on you, and they let the snake go, and the snake gonna go with the with that charm, with that bad energy on you. So that's to say, um, the Westernized they 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 know the power of that animal. And something I I mean I understand from from those people most of the time. Everything they try to put you out of it or away of it is because they know there's a there's a high benefit for you. For, from that thing so they trying to make you afraid or they trying to make you run away of that stuff but when you take time to dig into to really understand you're gonna completely see um they they were wrong and that's it that's my advice for all the listeners of that podcast 100 absolutely 100 percent. because even as you were talking i was reminded of the fact that you know snake energy even in the biblical record represented healing right so it was the snake that they that moses put on the pole and when he held the snake up the people were healed i, I can't remember what disease that i want to say leprosy or, or what have you I don't remember the full story right now but there was healing that took place and even in modern day medicine the snake is always represented on the emblem is like it traverses like a stick or what have you so we can see that association or that connection with the snake and the aspect of healing and medicine however again we go back to that narrative of you know the snake causing eve to transgress in the garden of eden in which case people have held snakes with disdain in you know the westernized cultures but it's as as you said that's a lesson that i've learned a long time before i even got into african spirituality most of the time when something is portrayed in, in a negative light by western culture is actually something good for you oftentimes i won't say most of the time but oftentimes it's actually something good for you or there's something beneath the surface that you should investigate more to see what's truly going on in that particular situation so 
Thank you for the conversation there. We got into a whole lot more than I anticipated, but it was an absolutely beautiful, beneficial piece of wisdom that you just dropped on us. So I'm going to take a, another break. And when I get back, we are going to discuss some more about Baron Samdi. The Baron Samdi collection at the Ganin store is the perfect way to connect to this beloved Luai and his wife, Grand Bridget. These energies represent rebirth, renewal, and ancestral knowledge. If you desire to tap into the deep mysteries of the universe, the Baron Samedi collection of t-shirts, hats, mugs, and more is just for you. So shop now for the Baron Samedi collection at the GaninStore.com. That's G-I-N-E-N-S-T-O-R-E.com. So we're back discussing the Luai Baron Samdi. So before we close up, Richie, can you talk a little bit about how individuals who are interested in working with Baron Samdi, how can they connect with this Luai and responsibly? Because that's what I'm all about. I, I don't believe in just going and latching on to a spirit or, you know, whatever you find some information online or read it in a book or what have you, and you just jumping into dealing with spirits. I like to share information from a very responsible perspective. So can you talk a little bit about that dynamic? I mean, Baron Samdi, you know, I mean, one of the things that everybody has to know is like uh, when every time you're dealing with a spirit, you have to know what is what is the power of that, of that spirit, what is the attribution of that spirit and how you can use it, you know. And because... We have in our tradition what we what we what we call a polymorphic um representation of God. It's like all of those spirit they have a specific things that they 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 have. I mean they have to do. You understand? Or they have the the permission to do. You cannot come to a spirit for for you know. There's some spirit they can help you with health problem, but they may not able to help you with wealth problem. You understand? There's some spirit they may be able to help you with wealth problem, but they may not be able to help you with health problem. So Baron Samdi, one of his major attribution is like you can call it, you can call on his help in order for you to have connection or contact with your family who already passed away. Let's say you have your your mother, your grandmother, your brother, and you wanna you want the advice of your grand mother the advice of your father or maybe you have some information that you need from your ancestors you need help from your ancestors and because what you gotta know in our tradition people don't die we just let them they 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 get to another dimension or get to another 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 I mean, they go to another site, but they still exist. So that's why we still, have, I mean, you, we still able to have con- I mean, contact with them, talk to them. So Baon Samdi is the one who's gonna help you to get into that that realm in order for you to have, I mean, contact with your with your ancestors. So one of the easiest way to do it is to go to a cemetery with a with a black candle you can go with a black candle and make sure that you go with some white rum or white alcohol you understand and before you get into the cemetery you got you 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 let you let go three drop of of alcohol 
outside of the gate and when you get into the the focus road that you find inside of the cemetery you are you drop three you i mean you you let go three drop of alcohol you understand and you have to talk to somebody who know to know i mean to ask who is the first male who who buried in that cemetery and you're gonna find no matter where you go they always have a some somewhere special to put the the first buried in a cemetery so you're gonna go to that and drop three good uh, i mean and drop and let go three drop of alcohol you understand and and you know you salute the the spirit and light your candle and say the reason you want to come you you see the reason you come here blah 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 i'm coming for this reason but i need your help for this for this i want to talk to my uncle or i want to talk to my ancestors you understand or if you have somebody specific you call on that name the name of that person three times minimum or you can do it seven times and and you say okay i want to talk to that person specifically for that reason you understand and once you finish to do that you 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 like i mean you 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 turn off okay you turn off the 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 candle with your hand or somewhere but do not blow it you understand you you turn it off the fire and you have to pay you can have you can drop three cents or seven cents you understand and after that you go home with the candle and then you like the same can that same candle and let it burn before you sleep i mean you have to light it before you sleep because once you go to sleep your ancestors they're gonna come to your dream and talk to you or help you it, it may take three or seven days that's one of the easiest way to to have a certain connection with bounce and these stuff like that thank you um i do want to add a little tidbit of clarity to some of the things you stated because you um you said white rum so here he's meaning clear rum if you didn't understand that correlation we're, we're talking yeah. about clear yeah, yeah not, not the, technically the brown one yeah it's not the brown one and um likewise when you spoke about you know going to the first buried male or i guess female even grave within a cemetery sometimes that's not as easily visible especially in westernized societies i know it is in your culture because it's something that is highly revered and i know the the groundskeeper of the cemetery will know that type of information but it's not always easy to ascertain for the average person so typically in the western culture you'll be able to go to a cemetery and you can find a um a centralized cross so i'm not talking about a cross that may be affixed to a specific individual's grave but instead the cross for that particular cemetery or graveyard and you can likewise go to that space what yeah. it should do yeah, this yeah. i mean you know what happened you know westernized people they are very smart because what people don't understand that that is a universal rule no matter where you go in the world in a cemetery they always have a place they always have a way to represent bound something they may call it different name but they're gonna represent that spirit the first person buried because they know there's a lot of power you know in that soul and they're not gonna lose it they're gonna use it because what you gotta understand westernized people what we call american french people they do a lot of magic they know a lot when it comes to underworld magic stuff 
even though you know they they may say oh they they may not let it like easy for people you know, for anybody to get into the the that that particular you know spirit they make it difficult but that doesn't mean they 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 do not have a special place for it so that's to say what you say you can do it using the the huge cross and and do the same thing all right and here in when Richie is referring to um westernized people he's really referring to europeans right because i know oftentimes people in other cultures when they say westernized you know you have to consider that even african americans are westernized because we are from the u.s we live in the u.s however we don't espouse the same beliefs and culture as your european people when it comes to our traditions and things like that or even if it's not related to our traditions we don't hold the majority power so we're not the ones who are going and taking away that knowledge as you mentioned about you know the the gatekeeper of the cemetery that that baron sam that baron excuse me spirit who resides over each and every individual cemetery that will be the European powers and not even all white people. I'm not even going to say that because it's, there are certain, you know, sources that are in power who make these types of decisions to keep us away from our knowledge and help and keep us away from being able to access the information and the things that we need in order to progress in our traditions and in our culture. Yeah, right. So yeah that's to say you're gonna find some kind of way to have connection with the bomb you, you can use the big cross as you said and i'm pretty sure if you that if you do not find a place of where the first male buried in the cemetery but you're gonna find that big cross because it's still a representation of that spirit okay perfect thank you for that and so before we close up richie again i would love for you to share with the audience how they can locate you if they're interested in voodoo and you know the ghanine store and all that you do in order to advance the haitian voodoo culture okay you can check me out on guinnessstore.com so yes guys you can find richie at the ghanine store and i will post a link to the ghanine store as well as some of richie's contact details below in the description box in order for you to connect with this um lovely young man who is so well versed in his tradition ayi boba ayi boba quite simple have a beautiful and blessed day and beyond